Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jordana. And today, we have so much to talk about. We are recapping a busy couple of weeks. We're going to revisit Jordana's wedding, but like only the amazing the amazing details, the Thanksgiving weekend. There's so much content out right now also that we have to discuss. So where do we start? Welcome back. How How is your wedding? How is your honeymoon? Um, the honeymoon was like a little, just kind of like a three-day extension, I would say. Right. Um, mini, the, mini word mini moon, the word mini moon is such a douchebag term, but like, that's what it was. It was like a few days. Do you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I, because you didn't actually like change locations, I think you could even get away with calling it nothing. You know? Right. It was just like we stayed an extra few days and we went to a different hotel. I'm gonna. That's what I'm kind of yeah. calling it. Yeah. Unless I want to <laughs> milk it. And then I'm like, uh, like, you know what I mean? In terms of like not pe- people asking me to do shit. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, it was okay. So the wedding, um, I had a great time. Um, <laughs> great. <laughs> I, it was, I listened to your, I listened to your recap with Sean, which was nice because it was the first I had heard from anyone not talking about it to my face. But obviously, like, do you know what well, I mean? Like, I want really thought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. It was great. I was. I'm going. I'm. I named the cocktail hour fire festival. But other than that, <laughs> I. I would say. Uh, and you can hear. You can hear me talk about a lot about the actual particular details on brides, which comes out on Monday. But I feel like we could talk about just like being there, because you were there too. Yeah. No. Why? First of all, I know why you might try to call it fire festival, but like it wasn't. It wasn't that like. Wasn't that it was bad. like really dark. There wasn't. Like they didn't bring out all the food, so I feel like people were like chasing down the like the hors d'oeuvres people. Funny that I wouldn't have even noticed because I do that anyway. Okay. <laughs> no, there was supposed to be like a lot more food. I think it was just like a kind of because we pushed everything, so it got like a little chaotic um, for the cocktail hour. But then after that was like my low point for the for the week, the whole weekend. I think and everything else I thought was was you were really great. a a champ about it. Like we were, you really didn't like seem too upset or stressed like you were just sort of like oh good you you didn't come across as too stressed Lots well of practice i think handling chaos to be yeah definitely i mean to be totally honest i felt like um i did feel like everyone's mood and everyone's positivity really like helped me not think it was a big deal do you know uh, what i yes. mean like yes. like everyone i was speaking to was like very much downplaying it didn't make it seem like it was like annoying at all and obviously like that's like a nice thing to do just like at any event you're going to for someone. But I just thought like everyone was really positive and like just like nice and didn't seem uncomfortable or like annoyed or was very like go with the flow. Like even when we pushed everything back, like it'd be very hard to change a regular wedding to push it back an hour. But it was kind of like so small that we could just kind of like text everyone. And it was like you to like (laughs) spread the word. (laughs) No, it like because I think here's the thing. I don't know if like everyone would have been able to like stay so positive if it were a big deal. But it like really wasn't like because the wedding was like because it was so small it's not like you know your parents had like a hundred high maintenance boomers to like keep satisfied like you know what I mean it was like it was really just like 
us and the, you know, our plus ones and like the just pretty much like the extended circle. And like, no one really cared. Like it was literally just a difference of like, are we sitting here for 30 more minutes or are we like going over there for 30 minutes? And like, it just genuinely like didn't matter. And I think everyone, it's also like the people who were in like your bridal party were all like very close. It's not like, oh, we had to be like awkward or like, you know, there was nothing like too problematic. Like there were a lot of us, we were all together and like, it was fun. Yeah. And over overall, I had such a, I mean, I had such a, and this again, I, I don't know why I just right off the bat started talking about the one negative thing, but <laughs> um, overall, I was a really great weekend. I like, it was what I wanted it to be, which was like friends hanging out with each other for like a whole weekend, kind of like a camp, like yes. <laughs> get away or something like that. Um, and that's what I wanted for it. And I feel like that happened and so i'm really really happy with it and i think it was just like really sweet and a loving funny fun weekend so totally i really also feel like it's special because like obviously we all like know each other and we've spent time together and we've gone on trips or whatever but like it's not every you know we've never had a wedding where all of us and And our significant others are all there and like everyone will be there not like oh this person's not, you know, not there. Although we were missing a few friends due to, due right. to new babies. Pregnancies, but, yes. But, um, and yes, but it was still just, like, such a nice, like, fun bonding time. Like, I feel like you come out of those weekends and, like, everyone's, like, closer than they were even. Totally. And that's really, like, why I wanted to do a destination at, as Jared says, somewhere where we trap you for the three days. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you know what I mean? Like, at a resort where, like, everyone is sort of staying there. Because right. when I went to that wedding, I went to a wedding there three years ago. And I, like, became friends with people. And I'm, like, not someone who even makes friends. And I didn't <laughs> know anyone. And I had, like, a lot of fun just, like, with the people that – because it's three days. So right. I kind of felt like – Oh, like if I could do that with like people who are already actually friends, like imagine, right. <laughs> imagine the possibilities. Also, another thing is that like, okay, you know, I'm not like really a beach vacation person. Like we never go to like a resort like that typically. Right. Like, like you're I'm like, not, ski, you're more like the ski mountain or, like, girl. Go to like a city, yeah. you know, a city or something or like right. whatever. But yeah, we, we never would go to like, I've been to the Caribbean like like on spring break. Like in, That's interesting. In I guess I haven't really thought about that for you, but that's true. Yeah. So we never do those types of vacations. And honestly, like I kind of – the part of the reason why I'm never like, oh, I really want to do that is because I actually find it like kind of boring. Like you're just like mm-hmm. at the the resort and like every day is sort of just like the you same. You go to the pool. You go to the beach. Right. Yeah. I can meet at the restaurant. Maybe you leave for 10 minutes and go to another restaurant somewhere else. But like, so what I thought was great is that like we were there and there were events. Like it wasn't like, oh, we just go to the pool and then there's nothing to do at night after we like have several drinks at dinner for nothing. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, oh, we're there and there's things to do. Well, one thing I've I felt also getting older, I mean, obviously like a couple's trip is really nice. Like it's like romantic. It's like a nice way to connect. But a trip with friends, I feel like has a whole different energy. Like when we went totally. to Whistler, that was so fun. It's just like fun to have like a group and yes. like a vibe and like, you know, like obviously you're with your like your husband, but you're also with your friends and it's kind of just like a whole like it I do feel like it makes you feel like a deeper connection to people. 
because you're just spending days with them but you're also like you can sort of like we're at an age where like you're not all in like one disgusting fire island house like you can like have your own room and go back and then you like hang out together in communal spaces (laughs) yes right and like you can there's also like more combinations of people who can hang out which is more stimulating because it's like you and your friend you and your husband you and your friend's husband like you know like there's different there's just like different combinations that make it like more exciting and like you can do oh we're gonna do this and you guys can do this rather than like we all have to do everything you know that's true yeah yeah so yeah no totally we should plan some more vacations we should i mean we tried it's so hard it's like that's also the thing it's like so hard the older we get yeah the older we get the harder it is to like wrangle everyone where it's almost like i feel like if this no one would ever be i would if i was sent out an email and i was like guys let's plan a group trip to mexico for three days like it would never happen just because like right there wouldn't be like the onus of like a wedding that you felt like pressure to i'm like it's almost right. like how i forced everyone to take this vacation <laughs> yeah. together yeah no it's true remember when yeah. i tried to make a trip to big sky earlier this year yeah we tried to do so many trips that didn't Obvious work out we've done aspen a, like a few yeah. years ago i would do i would do another i would do another trip i'm trying to think like when i well, would, we have I another would we have another trip in we have another wedding in in february in miami oh yeah that's so gonna that'll be great be, yeah that'll be i think that'll be like probably our group trip for 2022 i, I think probably like, yes i also think we're gonna get to like round two of the pregnancies or maybe round one for some right. of us, you know, so that's yes. going to be, and then that's, gonna, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's why it's so feels so special. Cause it's like the older you get the heart. It's so hard. Like once everyone has kids, it's like, it's not like we can all casually just like jump on a plane and go to, right. you know, just like fly off somewhere. Like it's, it's hard. And I think it's kind of, that's why it's, it just feels so special to be able to like do that with totally. as many people as you can. Well, I'm thinking like maybe once all the kids are like birthed, maybe like, you know, uh, after the round two, maybe like a more convenient drivable yes. thing, you know, drivable group trip. Type That's of a great idea. We're yeah, already that- planning our trips with people that humans that don't even exist yet. <laughs> I'm planning uh, fall 2023 in my head. I'm like, OK, well, if it's nine months, then like, like where am I going to okay, put this? I'll tr- drop the. You just bring your mom. She'll watch. <laughs> I, I will. She yeah. is. She. My mom has big plans for for the next um, few years. <laughs> yeah, and I mean the only obviously other downside was the drum drama within my my family and my parents. And I have to say, my did you walk, talk about that on brides? <laughs> I did talk about that. I didn't go into like extreme details, but I was gonna say my walk down the aisle was like very tense. With my parents yeah. on either side of me. I felt like I was in like, and you know what I mean? Looking back, I'm kind of like, and I said this on Brides too. I was like, I should have just walked alone, I think. No, it's, it's I, nice that, here's here's why. Because your dad, like, I could, your dad was so happy. Like, his, he, was he was so really happy. happy. He was so like honored to, to, for, to be part of it. And like, if that's the price you have to pay for, you know, <laughs> right. he was really happy. But no, I totally, I was thinking, I was like, they just have to get down the aisle. Like, they just have like, to, like, I was like, are they going to push the each aisle? other off of this that's aisle? Like, I don't know. I was, I was like, uh, like, um, it just made the whole, the, the moment of like, and I, I mean, I just feel, I wish if I look, if I had a regret, it would be like that I like looked back and I was like focusing on that. It would have been impossible not to focus on. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. 
Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. I was surprised that Sean put family drama question mark on the outline because, right. you know, what, to what extent do we want to go into well, that? You know what I mean? It's funny because when I talked to my therapist about like like a year a year ago, like right after I got engaged or like what I wanted in a wedding. And it was like, I just want it to be like, normal like I wanted to be like because I remember like yes, events like my bat mitzvah mean. or things like growing up where it was always like very like you know like somewhat my mom like my brothers were last minute like writing the invitation like addresses on the invitation envelope it was just yeah. very much like not like proper right. like not right. that it had to be like fancy but just that it had to be like not like mean. extreme like, chaos of like people screaming at each other and like dysfunction and whatever and like I sort of I feel like I half achieved that (laughs) so I think that there was a lot of I will say there was a lot of like maneuvering to ensure that like the those things that could have gone awry were either like kept out of your sight or ignored or like quarantined in another way like (laughs) sequestered yeah like sequestered like there was like I will say like I came out of the weekend feeling like, okay, I knew obviously that like you had a lot of chaos, but there's a difference between like you, you, you know, witnessing certain elements of it growing up or like throughout the years versus like three days of everyone is together. Like it's the flip side of all the friends being together. I was like, how? It's like the toxic people can now, (laughs) can now like have three days to like, infect everyone Um, like after after that i was just thinking like how does she handle like this level of tension and chaos like like on a a regular basis like that like so i came out of it feeling like i give you so much credit for oh thank you no really i I don't think anyone ever what's like mike i don't even think how did she come out normal like i'm like how does she like that's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that Mike even like understood really. Like he came out, he also came out of the week. Even, and we've been together for four years. And right. I don't think he's, you know, he's heard what I've told him, but it's different when you see it. And I was like, this is just like a glimpse of what it was like growing up, just like a glimpse. And it was right. like that, like, it was like that, like every day. Right. And it's kind of like, and I don't even like, I can't, wild. it's crazy to me. Like, I can't even like imagine because I'm so far removed from it, like what that must have been like for me almost. And I like, I feel like so much disassociation and like, I feel like maybe that's why you love to nap. Like I get it. Like with the nap is like your only escape from saving grace. Right. Like uh-huh. seriously, like, no, I, I think so too. Like it's hard to really understand until you are, 
you can't escape it for a long period of time. And like, there's multiple events at which like, you just have to make sure that like, everyone's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was kind of like, in one event, the person's fine. But like, it's almost like they can't control themselves for for all three events. It's like, you just don't know what, what shoe will drop. And that is like, as bad as the things that actually happen yeah that's like you're like it's like emotionally abusive it's like you're walking on like these eggshells to make sure that you don't like trigger this person who like will like try to ruin things for you um right and i mean this all sounds very vague and i don't think anyone listening will fully get it because they weren't like it's fully (laughs) there but maybe a back maybe a uh, uh with benefits can get the details like well yeah if you told the details it would be you wouldn't still wouldn't get it like so i'm saying i've told i've told mike the details i think he's like he kind of like doesn't you don't it's really impossible to fully understand it unless you are um unless you see it and this was just like a little bit of it and like it reminded me it made me very thankful for mike it made me very like it, it reinforced his most positive qualities to me which are like stability and like, and I mean, like, it's funny because yeah. like the most you think of like a pot, like, what am I so excited for? It's like stability is like not like the sexiest, most romantic thing, but it's like it's just like the everyday little nice things. The fact that he never explosively yells or gets angry or like um, starts shit or like right. just like ever like life is calm. Life is nice. Life is like. Yeah, no, I, com- I completely right. relate to that. Like, honestly, yeah. like, that is part of, like, why I love being with Avi, that things are just, like, good. And, like, right. if a problem comes up and, like, ironically, like, the last day of the Sunday, the day after your wedding, I, like I told you, I received some very bad family yeah. news. And, like, it literally just even through that, like, I think about, like, in my family, like what that news would like, what something like that would have been like. And I see the, like how his family handles it. And everyone is just so like supportive and resilient and positive and there for each other. And it's not like, uh, how will we handle this? It's like, uh, we're going to just like conquer the problem and like, you know, do the best we can. And like, everyone's going to be there for each other. And it's like, Obviously, like my, I would say my situation. First of all, I have fewer, fewer family members to like throw into the mix, and just a different, different level of stuff. Like it's not as bad. It's just not as intense. But obviously, it was very chaotic. So I do feel like Avi. I'm like, I get it. Like stability is the appeal. Like it's just yeah. like, the, like it's the, you're it's good. the most underrated like, <laughs> thing. Yeah, I think especially right. if you come from that, it's just like the balance that you, it's kind of like how they say like. You know, like there's intergenerational wealth, but there's like almost like intergenerational stability, which is an even almost more powerful thing, which like unless if it's kind of like chaotic families breed chaotic families, but like stable families breed stable families. And like that's almost like the more valuable thing to be born into. Totally. I mean, you know? totally, totally. The best is if you are both stable and have intergenerational wealth. Yeah. But, yeah. The best of both worlds. But, like but, a, nothing like a, you know, people, I feel like it is a rare, like amazing thing to have like a like rich, ha- like happy family. Right. Right. It's like doesn't <laughs> Do exist. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but you, but what I was going to say is that like you're saying about intergenerational stability is like there is a such thing as intergenerational trauma. And like, I would strongly argue that both of us come from families 
I mean, we absolutely come from families, both come from like Holocaust families. Like that is, that lives in your DNA, literally. Like the fear of like running from the Nazis. And plus, I I pointed this out before, but like all of our, I would say almost all of our friends like came from some sort of Well, that's like sort of the nature of (laughs) being like a a Jewish person in the Northeast of America. Like- not necessarily because not it's not all like holocaust you know like you know i don't think it's necessarily all you know jews but i wonder most people seem to be like second third generation no jewish people i would say i mean but they're not necessarily they don't all have holocaust relatives necessarily but i'm saying like we gravitated to people even if it wasn't the holocaust like whose parents came from some sort of like escape yeah, totally. And I think there's also like a little bit of like a mental illness thing also, at least in my family, that might also contribute in I mean, there somewhere. I mean, absolutely yeah. same. But where did they get the mental illness? I don't like, know. Can you, isn't that a genetic thing? I think, no, like trauma can like, cha- trauma literally changes your genes. And like, plus there's also, Does it? I mean, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, no, it actually yeah. like changes your genetic makeup and then you pass that down to your kids plus that's there's crazy like, i didn't know that no it, it's like absolutely your yeah. dna it literally changes like yes like your cells your cellular makeup that's so, crazy i really didn't know yeah. that yeah you should get into googling this it's very much like but, <laughs> i mean that's the sounds whole, like a rabbit hole yeah no it is but it also helps you understand like you can't if you come from like something very, very traumatic, like it's not possible to just be like fine, you know? Right. Yeah. So no, I mean yeah. you need a lot of like therapy to like undo that. And if you don't, I think that's where like your your shit gets really passed down. But I mean, it brings us sort of to Thanksgiving, I guess. Yeah. Which is I mean, I've it's funny. I feel like people love things. I've always hated Thanksgiving. I've always had a lot of family drama and chaos around Thanksgiving. There have been like multiple Thanksgivings where like the police were there or like there were like family like huge feuds and like people screaming at each other. And that was even like when my parents were divorced and they weren't even speaking to each other. Like I've always hated Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> how was that, your Thanksgiving? Yeah. Um, it was, I mean, it was fine. I mean, my, our Thanksgivings are like very small. We used to go to like my dad's sisters and like, that was kind of like our always Thanksgiving. Right. But now since the, the past like four Thanksgivings or five Thanksgivings have just been like me, my mom and Avi, like a few years ago, we had like family friends. So this, this year was just like the two of us and my mom at my apartment and it was nice. No, that sounds great. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I feel like Thanksgiving is like the Thanksgiving is like the closest Jews will get to Christmas, which is sort of just like a holiday around okay. like eating and like hanging out. I have to say, I feel so fucking jealous of people and their Christmas decor. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> like, and I feel like I really like I can't have a Christmas tree. Like, I like my my right. in laws are Orthodox well, Jews. They would fucking flip out. My even my mom never like my my mom's parents were not particularly into being you know. They're not religious at all, but yeah. they but they still were like, we're Jews. We don't have a Christmas tree. So my mom is like, no Christmas right. tree. So no one, there's no one to advocate for a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have to tell you, as someone who's now, this is my third year be- of living with Mike. 
<laughs> we're not okay the first year i was like so fucking excited like i was like ordering all the ornaments and like getting and again this is not like a religious thing at all like i it's like a it i'm not we're not like doing like a nativity scene i'm i am jewish plan on raising our kids jewish so like it's really about like just like the decor and the feeling and the christmasy vibes and i was like so into it and it was fun I was yeah. like, I went on, that was a 2019. I like, we went on tour. I like missed the tree. I was like, how's the tree doing? Send me pictures <laughs> of the tree. It was like my daughter. Um, I love then, listening to you talk about Christmas. We should, you know, we should do a whole segment on this. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then I have to say it loses its luster a little bit because like, then it's like the second year. Right. And you're like, okay, we're dragging the six foot tree into the apartment. There's like pine needles everywhere. I like, and then Christmas is over and you have to like throw it out. So then you're like, oh, this is like this depressing like tree that you're like taught, like all this throwing on the pile of trees on the street. And then like, we have all these, the thing about ornaments is that, um, you have to store them. You have to, right. You have to store them. So now we have this big bag of like Christmas shit. And then they're like the Christmas skirt. And like, there's like all this other shit. And like, I'm saying like I'm saying the first that's what I'm saying like the more you do it the more you're like become becomes from like I'm so excited to get the tree to like and then this year we got back from our wedding the day before Thanksgiving and we usually get the tree from Whole Foods on um Black Friday because it's like $45 for like a six foot tree which is like unheard of Um, I don't how much do trees run I never even like occurred to me that it could be expensive a street like six foot tree is like $200 yeah, oh they're they're so expensive. They're like extremely. But if you get them from Whole Foods, again, Black Friday, oh, very very cheap. If anyone were to ever did you think come about back getting a so tree. that you could get your tree for forty five dollars? No, we did. Well, that's the thing. I was like, I this year, Mike was like, so like, uh, we don't live near Whole Foods, so I'm like, listen, like, I can't do this this year. <laughs> I can't. I was Trace? like, I can't get. It. Yeah, no, I can't go get. Yeah, I can't get one for the apartment i'm just like at all i'm tired i just planned this wedding like i can't be like figuring out how to get this tree and like decorating it and then like you know i I don't have a tree i was just like are you i was like he was he was very upset about it that we didn't get a tree but no we're not getting one jordana (laughs) we're not saying that's what i'm saying the first two years were very like exciting about the tree this year i'm kind of it's a lot of work i don't think you understand it's like Literally, do you know, it's like you I have went two to people, a tree like, decorating party when I was younger. It were probably fun. little trees. No, no, a like, big tree. A six foot, like, a, a, like, there's a reason there's like a whole event around the Rockefeller Center tree. It's like a <laughs> process. Like there's the lights you have to, it takes like, a, it's like a full day and it's actually kind of nice. Like, and yet when you we give have everyone kids, such shitty ratings. <laughs> when we have kids, I think it'll be like a beautiful love and like that's his one real family tradition like he fucking loves christmas so does his whole family it's sweet and like i like going to his parents because they do all the work around that (laughs) but what i'm realizing is that it's it's a very expensive holiday between the ornaments and the tree and the lights and the presents it's kind of just like there's just it's a lot and i it's it's nice it's nice yeah but it's definitely like i'm kind of like I need a house to celebrate Christmas. (laughs) We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with Base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip, 
no problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes, bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Lux Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. I can't believe you're not getting a tree. Like, I'm actually a little bit shook. I just got married. I have, like, I need a break from, like, traditions. (laughs) Okay, fine. But, um, no, I loved loved listening. While I was on the way to your wedding, I was listening to your rant about Christmas gifts and how you just want, like, one nice gift. And, like, I cannot get behind that sentiment more. Like, I am so past the point where I, like, because I'll buy myself... I'll buy yeah. myself the things that are under a hundred dollars, like, and I'll right. get them when I need them. You know what Instead I mean? Instead of waiting, right? Well, that's the whole. That's kind of like Jared's mentality too. Of like, in his family, it was like, if you needed some, wanted something, you just got it. You didn't like. Literally, like Mike has gotten me a gift, and it's sitting in our apartment, and he won't let me. Like, I know what it is because I wrote, told him, and he <laughs> won't let me open it until it's just like, what is on like, your I'm Christmas like, I'm like, list? Oh, and then last night he was like, my parents said your list is like a little light. You've got to like. Light? So now I'm like fucking like they- searching for shit to to add to this list. So now what I've decided to do is to get like all to put all like the beauty products on it that I like always kind of want to try. But okay. I'm not like I don't like I'm kind of like it's a good time to be like, I don't really need this. But like, yeah, I can you know- try like this new this like lip mask or like whatever. Like I kind of like yeah. would like but that's but, like all these like things under a hundred like- bucks that you're you know what I mean? <laughs> 
It, I, I totally would be in the camp. I'd be like, forget all the gifts. Get me one really nice handbag or like a coat. They don't want to. really nice that's pair of shoes. That's what I say. And he's like, you don't understand Christmas. It's like, and I'm like, also, but it's like, I, I kind of get, I get that with kids, maybe. I get right? it with kids. Because like, what are you going to buy a kid oh, for $1,000? Like Santa. Yeah. But, and I was like, oh, Santa left you like 45 gifts under the tree, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, you get so many presents and like, it's so exciting for them. It's like a whole, it's Christmas culture. Um, <laughs> it is. It's Christmas culture. Um, but I'm like, we're like, like, it's like going to be we like me and this. you and your brother and like, and your brother and like your sister-in-law and your parents were all like Adults. between the ages of like 30 and 65. Like, do we like, we're not like, like excited. We don't believe in Santa. Like, there's like why can't we just do it like a different way? And then I get when we have kids, maybe we do it differently. I don't know. He's no, like, you don't so, understand Christmas. That's just like how the, so, I'm like, and then I get kind of like, okay, I'm an asshole. Cause I'm coming in and I'm trying to like, cha- like I'm like this Jew marrying into this family and trying, yeah. right. Trying to like, um, efficient hijack Christmas efficient. and like change it to make it more like, me yeah. it's like not my tradition like i should just do what they do because it's not this isn't my thing like instead i'm coming in trying to change it well as the buyer and the receiver of gifts i'd be like this is just silly like why don't we get like you, like if you're gonna spend a thousand dollars on a person like why not just get them one really amazing item that's like high quality and they're gonna keep forever versus like right you know it's it's sort of well like, that's what i'm doing with mike now Right. Where I'm like, okay. he's he's like, okay, well, the two of us can do that with each other, but like, that's not how my parents do it. Right. I would be like, can you pay for me to to go on a vacation? Like, just put put a voucher <laughs> in an envelope. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't think that's how. It's like how we think. That's not how. It's like a different. It's like a culture. That's our biggest interfaith cultural difference. I think is the way that we think about like maybe that gifts. Um, get yeah, potentially gifts or things like that. Where I'm just kind of like. I'll, and you know me I'm obsessed with utility I'm like I'm like if I got you and he, he knows what I, I got him like a, ni- a nice like work backpack okay um, that's a good that's a and good I'm like, solid gift yeah and I got it I'm like you could be using this this whole month he's like no I don't want to see it until Christmas I'm like <laughs> what are you talking like why like you know what it is it's here you could be using it all month like he wants to open it on Christmas but so <laughs> I'm like it's the most irrational thing about him and he's an extremely rational person but it's also funny because traditions are not rational let's like be real like they're just inherently sort of not like it's that's so funny so so do you have anything you like are really excited to get I have look I could think of things to buy but like again just buy them <laughs> yeah well I lost some like jewelry and some rent I lost some random shit at my wedding because in that in that presidential suite because i think people were coming and going and like there's yeah. like maybe someone took like my like flip-flops that like were you know what i mean like they right. could have looked like someone else's size like there were people in and out of there and then my mom didn't come to the reception so she was probably like rummaging through all my shit oh you think um, she took your jewelry <laughs> <laughs> what jewelry um, no i don't think but like i like i just like you know like that necklace i wear every oh, day i don't that's know, like i don't know where that is i don't unless it like turns up in some some of my stuff but i was like you, you know what i mean there's so much going on years i know i've literally worn that every day for like five years um so i do need some new like staple stuff so it's actually okay. a good year to have this this little holiday but you know what you should get yeah i think the best how's your Chris- hanukkah yeah 
Kanika. Fine. <laughs> like, a, I've lit the menorah, you know? I made some latkes. That was, I feel like I'm getting really fast with latke making. Like, I am a, now an expert. I can do it in, like, an hour. So, if you want some, oh, come wow. over. I'm happy to make them, you know? It's fun, I made them, delicious. I was tell, I think I DM'd you this. I made them last year. I'm going to make them. And now I also, okay, here's the other thing about interfaith relationships. Now I feel like I have to be like the More promoter Hanukkah-y. of all the Jewish. I have to promote. All, right. I have like, whereas like if I were married to another Jewish person, I think I wouldn't like think about like, I'd be like, oh, we're not. If I don't light a menorah, I don't yeah. care. Avi like, does not but, care. I'm like, I'm like, right. we have to light the menorah. And he's like, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Well, now I'm. I'm. I would normally be like that, but now I kind of feel like I have to be like the Hanukkah advocate. I have to get right. into that mode, especially for when we have kids, cause especially because there's like this holiday where they're gonna get seventy five gifts. So I need to be like, and they're gonna like my thing with them is that I want them to consider themselves to be Jewish. So now I'm right. kind of like I have to be like the pioneer of all the Jewish traditions, which I don't even really like to do. And now it's gonna be like right. my like the Jewish thing traditions to implement. Are- Honestly, like, okay, I actually think the most lovely Jewish tradition is one that most Jews do not celebrate, which is Sukkot. Um, I think that actually, like, I mean, Hanukkah is nice, but it it's such it a it's with very Christmas. low in the importance. It's yes, yeah. it is low in the That's importance. Why it's, right, it competes it's with cultural. Christmas. Yeah, Passover I think has a little bit of a Thanksgiving feel with the Seder. But, like, mm-hmm. all the food, if you're actually giving Passover, is disgusting. <laughs> and it's, like, right. a very – it's not, like, a happy holiday. Like, like the, the theme behind it is not yeah. happy. Like, but so Sukkot, you, you build this little, like, hut thing outside. The building is probably equivalent to the Christmas tree uh, difficulties. But you then are supposed to, like, eat, eat your dinners it. Yeah. in it. And it's lovely. And it's during, like, the early fall, so the weather's nice. And, like – no one even celebrates it, but I actually think it's, like, probably the, like, nicest, easiest holiday. Like, there's no, right. there's no, like, uh, well, negative shit about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to compete with a lot of the, like, like, the Christians are, like, pretty good at, like, making the holidays. Like, like Christmas music. I love Christmas music. I still l- listen to Christmas music, like, myself. Like, before before I even met him, I, like, really... It's just, like, so... Like, they've got, like, great beats. Like, they've got, like, a vibe going on. And it's just, like... It is hard to compete with that. Impossible. Um, and think about Easter. The, They're making yeah. eggs. They're getting chocolate. Chocolate There's bunnies. Bunny. Yeah. yeah. Cute bunnies. It's like, cute pastels. Oh, my God. Avi goes... Wait. Avi's texting me. He goes, you need to build a hut. It's not an easy holiday. <laughs> right. It's like a, It's probably like the Christmas... You know what I mean? Like, well, we that's never more built like, a hut as... Uh, my family never did this. We actually... My, my, my dad actually used to build that in our backyard. We used to eat under it when I was like in like the 90s. Um, um, that was like a tradition that we actually had. I remember there was like a period of like five years where we were like pretty religious. Yes. Um, I remember that. So we did. And you yeah, eat a we were. For- oh, yeah. When I was growing up, it was like completely kosher. We had like two uh, dishwashers, which is weird because like now I'm not even kosher. <laughs> of all the things. Um, right. You know what I mean? Like the two sets of silver. Like we were like pretty into it. But yeah, it's very hard to compete with like the jolliness of like the the Christian stuff yeah. like I, I like and that's what i'm worried about for my kids because like i want them to like be like into being jewish can i recommend but, bringing back sukkahs yes. i really recommend okay look, you don't even i can't do that in my long island city apartment look, look you but- don't, <laughs> no here's the thing he, he's now messaging me it's not easy to just build the hut 
okay, here's yeah. the thing. Hit someone built theirs every year. I would love like, to go to like Chic Sukkis. Chic Sukkis, that's what I'm saying. Right. Okay, yeah. When we are, we like have Chic Christmas. Maybe in Connecticut, you know what I mean? Yes. Maybe Connecticut or Westchester. Maybe we'll even have a pergola in our backyards on which to build it. You could do the, what's, uh, what's her name? Like in, you know how like she did the Chinese New Year thing? Crystal. Crystal? Yes. Yeah. Like I want to do like, that was like a chic Chinese New Year. Yeah. I want to do like chic Sukkis. Like, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Okay. So let's bring Sukkis into the mainstream because it is the happiest holiday of the Jewish New Year, in my opinion. You don't have to fast. You don't, look, if you're religious, you go to temple, but like we're going to do just we're the not eating. Doing in the, we're doing the eating in the hut and someone will build it for us and we'll have lovely meals and like you got the, the lulav and the etro, you have, whatever. It's like. It's not hard. Yeah. You know, it's not a sack. Okay. Yeah. So let's bring I like back that. Sukkis, the best Jewish holiday that no one knows about. And Love it. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. And then I'm getting, you know, that's what's going to make my kids into it. I'm going to be like, yeah, forget Christmas. We're going to eat outside. Yeah. In this. <laughs> All fresco. <laughs> it's we're gonna gonna like going to be like a COVID safe situation. Yeah. yeah we're going to eat alfresco. And like the, you also decorate the sukkah. Like you decorate it with like Yeah. No, I've been in them. They're nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're fun. Okay. That's what we're going to do. Sukkah traditions. I Love actually it. feel like our I feel like our friends would appreciate it if we did the work of the the hut. Shabbat's <laughs> nice. The Shabbat like uh, Shabbat vibe. Is it's nice. just like it's weekly. It's just like a, it's a lot of right, right. It, it should, it's been like monthly, sh- monthly Shabbat is nice. Like <laughs> that's how, as as they intended it to be. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I love yes. the idea of like chic Shabbat, but like chic. every week is like we used to do them in our apartment You're, in college, but like it's those a bit were not much. chic. <laughs> those no, not chic. But I'm saying like fun, like drink. You know what I mean? Like we're drinking. Yes. Right? It's kind of like a dinner party. I'll, yeah, so like, I'll I did, bring back Shabbat. Pre- Shabbat's lovely. Yeah. Like, you should time do that. to be with di- family, friends, delicious food, totally. nice candles, halas, delicious. Okay, we're yeah. going to bring back every, the positive every things. Week. But you're not going to do that every week. That's like no, absurd. I'm not going right. to do it every week. But it's it doesn't matter. It's more about like acknowledging. We're trying. We're we're at the baseline of trying to. I mean, my kids are going to get plenty of exposure to Judaism. I'm not concerned. Not worried about them. But, yeah. but for your kids and you want you want you know you want to be like judaism is is nice sukkah <laughs> shabbat we'll do it we'll do it up we'll make it fun yeah we'll make it chic good decor what well, well it makes me understand Christmas why fix. hanukkah is so played up because like it's played it's kind of like, like also like the story of hanukkah is like <laughs> it's like, the actual it's the story of hanukkah is like the actual the story of all of it all what? of it is like they tried to kill us and we survived and here we are. Sukkot, though, has, I think, I can't think of one negative element of the story. Like, it was just like, God provided them food, and they ate, and that was it's great. It's basically like our, I feel like it's just like our autumnal, like, harvest festival. Yes. So, that's, that, it has nothing, like, there's no violence, I don't think, involved in the right. holiday. So, Purim, too, isn't right. bad, but Purim's not bad. Yeah. It's like Hall- it's like a worse version of Halloween. <laughs> it's it's actually it's how I would, well, actually, you could argue that it's better because it's like the adults. It's more adult focused. Like a, like you're supposed to drink. You're supposed to drink. Technically, right? So, yeah. yeah. Now that we've educated right, well, everybody <laughs> on all of the Jewish holidays, this is yeah. you know don't put that in the title. I don't think anyone will listen to this. Yeah. Why Sukkot is the best. <laughs> 
Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen. And as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket jean jacket from Lee and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's L-E-E dot com. That's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Let's talk. I didn't get to watch. Okay, so when I, we came back, suddenly like the TV in our bedroom was like broken. That's horrible. Um, which was really annoying. So when we had, or it happened, for that it happened for in a nice time. Well, it happened nice time because it was Black Friday. So we... Um, just got a good deal on a new one but it hasn't arrived yet so i haven't been and that's usually when i watch like we watch like most of our tvs like in bed before we go to sleep um as you're not supposed to do but that's what we do <laughs> um so i haven't really watched much i watched a couple episodes of selling sunset and what do you think have you seen the whole thing i have um i oh, wasn't even like, talk about your eggs we'll talk about that next week oh my yeah because i'm um, the retrieval is saturday so we'll talk about my eggs next week okay so we'll do the yeah. whole and, and like, we will, will be back, back. yes yeah so, so we will talk about a lot of fertility <laughs> combos i'm sure um, yes it's like it's funny because we're gonna have to be like aileen how's your baby that we've never heard anything yeah. about 
<laughs> right. Just Tell give us, us the full rundown. Tell in, us about in, the past in three fifteen months. minutes or less. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sum right. it up. So, so um. Selling South Senate I thought was fine. What I found to be more interesting was the scandal over whether or not Christine was really pregnant or if she was like really engaged to this guy. And Right. I think such a such a crazy character. Here's the thing. Christine and people like her, I don't want to be like, oh, she ugh. I have my opinions, but I just don't really feel like being like accusing someone of faking pregnant right now. So I'm gonna sure. <laughs> So I'm gonna just say that. Reading about Christine's potential fake pregnancy led me down a rabbit hole on Reddit about Hilaria Baldwin's potential fake pregnancies for kids two to two through five. And that she didn't actually have them. They are surrogates that she like, but she like wore a, people think she like wore a bump and like tried to and pretended to like breastfeed. That's crazy. Okay. So do you believe that? I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm still examining the evidence. Some of it okay. is solid. Some of it is just like hard to believe. But, but what it did lead me to conclude is something about Christine and people like her is that and I think you can tell this about her personality, whether or not you believe the pregnancy or whatever. People like Christine who are just so like over the top narcissistic, they they capitalize and like lean on the fact that like you and I are saying it's totally batshit that someone would fake a pregnancy. So, like, mm-hmm. there are people like that in this world who would. You know, there are people who right. who do stuff like that. So, like, why wouldn't it be her? You know what I mean? It's sort of like, I'm not saying, oh, I'm sure I have, like, evidence or, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm settled on this. But I'm like, there are people like that in this world who capitalize on the fact that there's people like us who are like, I can't believe someone would do that. And so you suspend your disbelief and you're like, they, there's no way because it's just too horrible of a thing to lie about or whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm just a little bit wary of that. I always have in the back of my mind, like, just because I think that this is crazy or just so beyond the pale doesn't mean that there are people who wouldn't do it. So that's where I am and my faith in humanity. Right. I guess my my thought is, and I know you and, you and Aileen are big conspiracy theorists. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. A little a, bit. More, <laughs> more than I am. On the no. spectrum of, if it's a spectrum. I just think I'm a bit more of a skeptic. I would call myself a skeptic. I like to explore things and look for. Look I guess for the, you're a skeptic and I'm a critic. Yes. And Aileen <laughs> is a conspiracy theorist. Aileen <laughs> yes. thinks everything's like a giant plan. That's our that's our range of negativity. Yes. Skeptical, critical, and conspiracy theorist. Yes. Um, <laughs> I guess my thought on that is like, all right, like to fully get into the idea that like that is fake is kind of like almost like takes up too much of my time i'd rather just default to truth and okay. malcolm well, gladwell they're taking you, they're taking advantage well, Mal- of you people like malcolm you gladwell default to truth. malcolm gladwell who you interviewed i was so i'm a huge fan of his all of his books and you know podcasts in general he has i think a podcast episode about that where it's like the about like defaulting to truth and how it just makes for an easier life. Yeah. Like you could be like potentially like s- analyzing every, like you probably would find some error in truth if you like fully analyze everything. Like conspiracy theorists, it's like right occasionally. No, but you, but like it right. takes up so much more of your time to be like doing it that it makes like those people are usually much more miserable than like the, the people who are just like, I'm just gonna like it. Fine. If she faked her pregnancy, like, 
fine. That's like, kind really of how thing. I feel. That's, I mean, that's kind of how I feel. Like, I don't. Right. Here's the thing. If she wanted to use a surrogate, good for her. Like, I don't. Also fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, fine. Like, that's, to me, honestly, I know what you mean, but this doesn't stress me out. This excites me. I get to right, read. the drama. Like, I get, like, yeah. to, like, for me, like, I don't want to default to truth because that's boring. I want to, like, explore, like, what's the, what, like, I want to know all the intricate details of, like, you know, of whatever, like, I want to, like, examine it. And that's the fun for me. I don't necessarily, like, care. Again, I don't care whether she did. I don't care about even right. getting an answer because I don't care about her that much. You wouldn't be, much. like, upset if you found that it was true. You would, no, like, I you'd probably do not be excited. Care which, yeah. I don't care what it is. Like, it could be one. It could be the other. It could, and I'm... I don't really even like to me it's like more messed up to lie than it is to use the circuit <laughs> but obviously right. but but like at the same time I'm like this is fun <laughs> we get to explore whether she did was something so I'm just kind of like okay like I know it's like scripted and like not real but it kind of like I guess that takes a what I like to like I like Real Housewives because like even though you know there's probably some scripted parts of it and it is like a show and there like needs to be like conflict it does it seems less scripted than Selling Sunset. Totally. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Selling, but I think that's part a stylistic choice when they like created the show. Like I think Selling right. Sunset was intended it has, like, to almost be. almost like a script. Yeah. It feels like, like they say, you're going to yeah. go to this scene and you're going to go sit in this restaurant and you're going to talk about this. Like, and it right. doesn't feel And like that's probably what they do for Real Housewives too, but in like a lesser way. Well, I think with Real Housewives, I think they probably film much more. Like, they film longer. They film extra footage. And then I think they select what will fit with the storyline rather than, like – or they'll say, like, you're generally going to discuss Rinna's lip line. You know what I mean? But but they're not going to be, like, stay on Rinna's lip line. Whereas, like, in Selling Sunset, it feels like they – it doesn't even feel like they had a whole dinner. It feels like they got there and – for the purpose of having props yeah yeah exactly it feels like there was less filmed there's less cut whereas like you could probably watch like weeks of footage of a real housewife season and like most of it is like irrelevant yet real and then they just pick the what fits the story and i'm sure the bachelor's like that too like i'm sure they capture every single thing so yeah and if it's yeah. like too glossy a little bit for me, like this selling it sense. Feels like it feels like a magazine, right? With like even like the outfits, like they're all like it's like too and the the way the camera angles move, it's just kind of like there's nothing that feels like real about it. It all seems like very it's very LA like bullshit. I completely <laughs> no, I completely agree with that. It's like look, you're looking for content to watch. It's there. Yeah, I'll watch it. And but, I liked last yeah. season because of the Justin Hartley thing. I think yeah. so. That was really what drew me to like last. I mean, no, I we, I watched all three seasons. It was in the pandemic. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's because the show has been out for a few years. For some reason, I thought it came out last year. And then I watched it again this year. And I was like, no, it's been out a while. It just became popular from that last season. Yes. And I think part of it was like the pandemic and like the. Right. You know, the Justin Hartley thing. Yes. Um, totally. It was it was good. I mean, yeah, like I, I don't it's care fun, yeah. that much. It's, it's also so short lived. Like it's going to be over. Like the conversation. I think I only think part of why I think the I don't even think anyone would really care about the season if it weren't for the Christine question. Right. Well, that's what they needed, and she's such. I mean, she's a great character in that way, in that she like she's sort of like you love to hate her, but like 
also kind of feel like a little like like her a little bit i don't know yeah that yes totally totally it's a yeah it's a solid pandemic show you know there's too many like like hot people in the show i think just like with that are like too glossy i agree i agree totally (laughs) i completely agree speaking of uh glossy though should we talk about the real housewives ultimate girls trip are you watching that are you liking it how is it i think it is brilliant genius award-winning like it's really you actually see once basically once you take like the it's literally a show where you just have the best most like seasoned professional housewives who know how to like Produce a show that's interesting and also likable and, you know, show all sides of them. Like, you really... Right. I like the char- like the people, except Ramona. Ramona's such a fucking horrible idiot. Like, but the other ones, I'm like, I like you. Like, I like... Even when they're fighting, I'm like, you are all sort of likable and I feel like a connection to you. And right. And they're just highly entertaining. Like, they well, must have left so much good shit on the cutting room floor. Like, it was good. You know, they've also like withstood the test of time. Like it's it's interesting to the idea of being like a professional reality star because you think of it as something that has no skills. But like, I do think there's like a learning curve in it. And like, you can become really skilled at it. And like, it's like a very it's like about mastering the art of like being interesting without being hated, but also kind of being slightly controversial, but not too. Con- it's like a very fine line. And I guess to be on any of these housewife shows for like 10 plus years, you kind of have to have figured that out because like a lot of people come and go. So it's interesting just the whole concept of being like good at being a reality star. I think it's like. What I think kind of actually is the key to it is like you're not too hated and you're not too loved and there need Mm -hmm. to be people on both. There needs to be not just people on both sides of liking you, but an argument to both like you and hate you. And you have to like be unafraid to say stuff like Melissa Gorga, who I actually like. She doesn't she's I would say maybe like the weakest on the show. (sighs) Melissa Gorga and Cynthia, I think, are kind of both the weakest. But I think Melissa Gorga needs Teresa. She on her own can't because she looks better next to Teresa. Like she looks more rational and she looks more like like putting her next to Teresa. I think makes her. I haven't even seen the show, but just watch from watching Real Housewives of New Jersey for like all the seasons. I'm kind of like she is less interesting without having Teresa as like the person that she's sort of rebelling against totally totally and and Teresa I actually think comes across as much nicer in like much more down to earth in this show because I think you kind of now you can sort of see like maybe she's like she's playing up her role on Jersey like she's been in that role for years now she's clearly like she knows her place there and here where she doesn't have like a set place because they just like got on this vacation. She's much like nicer, more rational, more like I don't want to say rational. She's just like more a real person. She probably doesn't feel the need to be like, I think when you're on your own show, you're kind of like, I run the show. Like and all these women probably feel that way yes, too. Like this is do. my show. Yeah. They like, all this say is my that. Show. They're I, all like. Right. Yeah. Like I <laughs> carry this show and now it's like there's no one to like they don't need to like prove themselves to any of these other people because all these people and it's not like an ongoing it's not an ongoing series right it's just like this one no it's gonna be there's gonna be another one with a different set of housewives and the next set of housewives is like the batshit set it's um it's brandy taylor armstrong tamra vicky oh my god 
uh, wait, there's more Dorinda, Jill Zarin, and uh, Phaedra. And I think maybe oh, wow. there might be others. So it is like, it's like the, we're off the show. <laughs> we're just like, yeah. So I yeah. heard that okay, that that's season is like, just crazy. That, yeah. I'm interested to hear, because those people also like need it more. Yeah. Like these people, do you know what I mean? Like the ultimate, yeah. the, uh, the, like the, the OG housewives that are still on are kind of like, this will be like a fun thing to do with like my other like number ones, like my other yeah. gold medalists. Yeah, yeah. And this other thing will be like, I'm clawing for relevance. Yes. And like these people are a lot more desperate. So yes. I think it'll be a lot more interesting. Well, the other part that I love about it is that um, there's like they, the fourth wall is different. So they talk about their shows. I love when they talk about their shows. They talk about their marriages. Like I just think it's more like they're not doing it for the sake of a storyline because there's not a long enough filming time, I don't think. Like, so they just have to, like, live the vacation, okay. you know, rather than, like, be play along with, like, the season of the storyline. So I right. think it's just, like, and they're also, the fact that they're all sort of, like, getting to know each other a little bit, it's, like, people are different when you first meet them or when they first How long are, like, are they there? I think it was, like, eight days or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's I'm so excited for the second one too. It's just it was genius. They should do more of this. Yeah, well, it's almost like I guess like they have that with BravoCon, but it's kind of like it's like an adult millennial female like Disney World of like like doing yeah. like Bravo World of like get to go, you know what I mean? Like right. Teresa and like all the like it's kind of like what you would imagine Disney World is for someone who watches like Moana yeah. and like <laughs> that whole universe and it's like oh it's like cinderella standing next to snow white like yeah. they're together it's like, <laughs> kyle richards and, and ramona right. yeah yeah really like funny. i feel like they should be like they should have like an, yeah. uh, uh, rides right. like can you imagine like the you go the on Teresa the coaster yeah. yeah or like the uh the the tom gerard you know take a ride on tom gerardi's like flipped cars yeah <laughs> that would be so fun that would we be should so make fun. a digital version of that yeah what would that look like like a vr like you're you're driving down tom's switchback drive the ramona coaster yeah. yeah that would be so and she like screams at you and she's like ah yeah and then it comes out of nowhere you're like at dorinta's haunted haunted berkshire's mansion yeah that's so cool we should t we should pitch this to them um seriously don't take idea but wait seriously. just speaking of while we're on bravo and those types of people did you watch the jen shaw doc no, I just watched that too. What's that on? Hulu. I found it boring. Okay. Mostly because I already knew everything that they were talking so about. So a lot worse than the Erica Girardi way, one. Way worse. All but right. Fine. Let me, you know. let me watch that for next week and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about your egg freezing next week. We'll talk about um, Ultimate Girls. We'll talk about, we have a lot of TV that we need to catch up on. Aileen, I'm sure, has been uh, we gotta be talk about succession. We got to talk about Succession next week because this past, I thought this was like one of the best episodes Poor Kendall. That's what I heard. I need to watch it. And yeah. So we're going to have to fit in three months of Aileen's maternity leave. <laughs> all of Succession. All of uh, Ultimate Girls Trip. We've got we got a lot to do in the yeah, next month. It's going to be a busy one. Busy. Yeah. Very, very busy for us journalists yeah. over here. But that's it for us this week. Um, Sammy, are you coming to the U Up Live show? Of course I am. Amazing. Yeah. So that is I was your last chance. It's like guys, Disney World uh, for the get, bitches. <laughs> Exactly. You're going to see all Aileen. your favorite characters. <laughs> yes. You can like uh, throw toss a bouquet with Nicole. It's going to be a whole a whole interactive Betches experience. Sean will be there. Jorge, you've got the whole group. You can, you know, you'll, you'll get your uh, autograph book signed. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> but it's this Wednesday, Town Hall, New York City. It's in like Times Square, 8 p.m. It's a great time. Go with friends. Bring someone you're dating. Bring someone you're married to. Bring someone um, that things are weird with. It's going to be a great time. <laughs> Betches.co slash youuplive21. I know we're almost sold out, but I think there should be like a few tickets left. Guys, we are so excited. We'll see you Wednesday, and we will see you next week on At Betches at Thursday. Yes. Be sure to rate, review, and follow us on Apple or Spotify, and we will talk to you next week. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.